0: Hello, friends, and welcome to The Chris Show. It is summertime, and I love summer. It is my favorite. I also love fall. We'll talk about that another time, but my love for fall runs deep. It is summertime, and I love summer. I am finding myself craving a little bit of routine, though. For example, things that I just need to get done don't happen until late at night because we don't have much of a routine. As much as I try, it doesn't happen. I usually podcast when my kids are at school and or napping. But because my kid, one of my kids still naps, the other ones don't and they are just go, go, go. So now my podcasting, instead of getting done during, you know, normal working hours slash afternoon hours, uh, it is seven, almost eight o'clock at night. And, uh, and we're just, we're going for it. So here we are, guys. My late night ramblings. Tonight, today, it's day. Uh, We are talking about how I learned how to podcast, or at least how I learned how to do the ramblings that you hear that make up the podcast. Now, for those of you who maybe have not heard this before, this podcast is completely non-scripted, off the cuff I do not go back and edit it it is just very much what you hear is what you get see what I did there instead of what you see is what you get what you hear is what you get anyway this is what we get for recording at night <laughs> it's, it's gonna go a little there might be a little tangent here and there anyway so um completely unscripted and I don't edit it very much every once in a while there'll be something that is just terrible that I do take out but For the most part, nothing. Um, I do have a couple notes, but for the most part, this is just my inner monologue. This is what goes through. These are the kind of things that go through my head all day, every day. And now I just take a microphone and record it and broadcast it for the entire world to listen to, should they so choose. Very grateful that you guys choose to listen to my inner monologue anyway so there are there are some things there are some life events that prepared me for this and I decided to share those with you for my little my little story time with Chris for the week three things the first one that prepped me uh is when I was younger and even when I wasn't young I'm pretty sure I did this in college whenever I had time to myself which was not often but Sometimes I spent a lot of time in front of a mirror with a hairbrush as my microphone and I would interview invisible guests. I would interview stuffed animals. Uh, I would interview myself. That was probably the most frequent one. Ooh, ego much. Um, but I, that's, I loved that. That's what I would do. I would sit in my room and I would pretend that I was a talk show host interviewing myself. and then I would also pretend that I was the celebrity being interviewed. And quite frankly, I don't know which role I enjoyed more, Probably the celebrity one. I mean, let's be honest, there's a lot of there's a lot of backstory that you can just make up there that's just fun. So that's I have I've had this inner monologue and now you know sometimes outer monologue. <laughs> Uh, going for, for years, 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 years. And I think that that laid the foundation of what I am doing right here, right now. The second thing is that when I was younger, I would listen to a radio station. I can't remember for the life of me where I was and what radio station it was, but they had this show or this, uh, game that they would play on this radio show. I think it was a morning show. And what it was is the caller would call in and they had to talk nonstop without any pauses. I'm sure they specified that you couldn't pause for, you know, a second or two seconds, however long. You had to talk continuously for those 30 seconds without saying um or uh. And I remember listening to that show thinking, these people are terrible at this game <laughs> because some of them would make it maybe 10 seconds and I would play along with them and I I always thought I have tons of stuff to say. I'm like, this is so easy. You just think of a story and then you just keep rambling and rambling. And I guess maybe people just don't have the gift of endless rambling like I do. <laughs> um, So I would play along with them. And really, what is a podcast that is unscripted and unedited, but a bunch of rambling while trying to avoid saying um and uh over and over again? Am I right? Now you guys are probably going to listen for every single time that I say um or uh. I have noticed in my podcast that I say so a lot, and I say it a very specific way. I realize this. So, And then I say, anyway, I used to say anyways, and then that started showing up in all of my, like, and every time I would type a document of any sort, it would correct or say anyways was spelled incorrectly because it's not anyways, it's anyway. So now I say anyway, anyway, see, there you go. Um, that was another thing that I did that prepared me for this. And I really, I really wish I could remember what radio station that was. It's okay. It doesn't matter. The third thing, and I think that this was the biggest help and the most preparation for a podcast. And that's because it was live, it was real time, and it was awkward. And what it was, was a lot of really bad first dates. Now, let me explain. I am a person who likes to make other people feel comfortable. And it's just, it's, I don't know. I probably should take the is it an Enneagram? En- en- Enneagram? You know what I'm talking about. I should probably take that test because that will tell me why I'm this way. I like to make people feel comfortable. I don't like awkward pauses. And so when I would go on these really bad first dates and we will, I could dedicate multiple podcasts to all of the bad dates that I have been on. But for right now, we're just going to talk about generally bad first dates. I would go on these dates and the guy would just, all of a sudden, he would be a mute I should also preface this by saying that I had this policy that unless I felt physically unsafe, I would say yes to a first date with just about anybody for a couple of reasons. One, you can't judge a book by its cover, right? I mean, maybe initially not super attracted to the person, but they could have an awesome personality that makes up for that. My friend and I had this, we're just... See? Tangents. It's nighttime. Tangents. My friend and I had this. We called it the the caste system. Uh, and there were different uh, levels, different or class, classes. Like, you know how there were different classes back in the olden days of high class, low class. Anyway, there are these different classes of dating. And you could be a certain class a certain ranking, a certain level in the looks department. But if your personality was awesome, it could move you up to a higher class. And the goal was to date within your class. Or I guess above. I never wanted to date above my class because this is my ego again. I just didn't. I I like being equal to, or better than, no, not better than, no one is better than anybody else. This, I, uh, I just, I, I like, I, I. you know how when somebody is just super attractive, this is when single days, single days, they're super attractive and you just, I just didn't want to date anybody who was cuter than I was. I also would not date actors and I would not date singers and I would not date dancers because I didn't want to date anybody who was a better actor, singer, dancer than I was. So getting back on track, we had this class system and you could move up if your personality was great. You, In order to get to really know somebody's personality, sometimes you had to go on a date with them. Ergo my rule of, unless I felt physically unsafe. I would go on a first date with just about anybody. Because that was my rule, lots of really bad first dates. My other reason for saying yes was networking. Guys, dating is all about networking. Because while this person might not be the person of your dreams, they have friends. So I always tried to, for these awkward first dates, to have it be a group date. Because this person has friends and maybe I would be interested in their friends. So you just, you just never know. Guys, I had, when I was dating, I had all of these different ways of thinking and ideas and anyway, I eventually got married. So I did something right, but moving right along, a lot of awkward first dates and to make them comfortable because in my mind awkward silence was something that neither of one of us was comfortable with but they were not providing conversation I would sit there for the entirety of the date and just talk I would ask questions I would ask them about themselves I would ask them about their life growing up their current life and their major their roommates their job their car their dog like I would I would ask them questions But it's really hard to to hold a conversation with someone when the answers are one word. I even, you try to avoid yes or no questions, right? Because this is the same thing with kids. If you want them to open up, you want them to talk to you, don't ask them yes or no questions. Ask them open-ended questions so that they have to give you more than just a one-word answer. Turns out some guys, even if you ask them open-ended questions, will find a way to answer with just one word. And somehow I dated a lot of those guys not dated. Went out on a date with. Because my rule of saying yes to a first date did not apply to second dates. We cut it off after the first one. If I spent the entire time doing exactly what I'm doing right now and monologuing. (sighs) But in retrospect, you guys, it prepared me for doing exactly what I'm doing right now. And that is just, that is just jibber-jabbering away. So, I mean, I guess, I guess that worked out. So thank you to all you awkward guys. I'm going to be honest. I remember none of your names. None of them. I remember a lot of stories. A lot of stories of of dates that I could tell you. I also, I also had some really good first dates. Best first date I ever went on. You guys, I'm going to tell you this story real quick. Just because. Best first date I ever went on was not with Darren. He was not my best. Fr- he was my second best first date. I'll give him that. He, he and I, our first date, we went to uh, cheesecake factory and, uh, then we went to uh, a hotel down in Laguna Niguel and walked along the beach and, uh, we, we, we didn't Sorry, we didn't go to the hotel. It was this resort that was beautifully landscaped and was along the ocean and we walked along the ocean. Don't 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 think weird things about the whole hotel part. Let's let's move past that. And it was beautiful. it was great. I loved it. Uh, obviously I went out with him again because we're married. We've been married for 10 years and I love him. That was not my best first date. That was my second best best first date I ever went on. I was in college and he, this guy I worked with, I worked with him and he asked me out. And that was, that was a stretch because I also, I had an issue with going out with people that I worked with. As I think a lot of people do, because if it's weird, if it's awkward, which a lot of my first dates were, I just didn't want to bring that into the work environment. Plus I was his boss. At the time, I worked at a call center. He was one of the people. I was I was a manager of the call center, and he was one of the caller callees. People called in anyway. But I said yes. He picks me up, and he's so cute. And he was he was like nervous as i get out and just smiley. It was adorable. And he says, "Okay, I have I have these different ideas of where we could go get dinner." And he gave me all these ideas and. Anyway, I was like, okay, well, let's let's go to this one. And we went to uh, it was like a Panera type place. And then he said, "Okay, and then I thought we could go do laser tag at at this place. I've heard it's really great." Now, he was not the kind of person to go laser tagging. He just he just wasn't. And so the fact that he was trying so hard to think of something that he thought I might want to do was just really flattering adorable. Uh, and I said, Oh, okay. Like we can, we can go laser tagging. That's fine. he's like, okay, let's, let's go laser tagging. We couldn't find the laser tag place. (laughs) I don't know why, because we both had iPhones and even back in those days, iPhones had GPS. I don't know why we could not find this place. Instead, what we ended up doing was driving around. He had his phone plugged in Turns out his playlist was the exact same as my playlist. We spent the next two and a half hours driving around Provo, Utah, belting Broadway tunes. And it was the most fun I have ever had on a first date, ever. He had a great voice. I, and we just, we just sang, we belted out some Wicked, we belt, we, all the things. And it was phenomenal. We never went to laser tag. We just did that. And then once, I mean, I don't know how we got to the end, but it ended and he took me home. And it was, it was great. I have nothing but fond memories. Fun fact uh, about that young man. Uh, who's probably not so young anymore because he's the same age as me and I'm not, no, I'm still young. I'm still young. Uh, He came out a couple years later, (laughs) which was something that none of us were surprised by. And even, I mean, I was aware that that was a very large possibility when I went out with him, but I didn't care. And had so much fun. And he actually told me. And this I feel. I feel so flattered and special. Because of this. He told me. That at one point. He tried to change for me. To which I replied. Please never change. Please never try to be something you're not. But just know. That that is one of. If not the most flattering thing. Any man has ever told me. So thank you for that. Be true to yourself. But thank you for that. And I love you so much. Anyway. Best first date. Why did I start talking about this? Oh yeah. Just to say that I went on a lot of bad first dates. And it prepared me for podcasting. Anyway. There you go guys. That is how I prepared to be able to do this for you today tonight with all of my tensions. so thanks for listening hopefully you were entertained uh if you were entertained and you like listening to the podcast please remember to subscribe and rate and review it takes two seconds to just rate and if you're feeling generous please uh give five stars if you're not feeling generous maybe wait a couple days until you're feeling a little more generous, huh? And if you know of anybody else who would maybe enjoy to laugh at this podcast with you, um, maybe suggest it to them and, uh, we'll get to hang out. Anyway, just a thought. All right, guys, I hope you have a great rest of the day. Uh, if you're listening to this on the day that it airs, you've made it to the weekend. Congratulations. Go out and do something fun. I'll talk to you guys all very, very soon. Bye-bye.